Good morning, everybody, and thank you for being here today. Grab a Bible, if you will, and turn with me to Psalm 105. We'll be starting there, starting in that psalm today, Psalm 105. And if you will, uh, like and share the post, and then we will uh, dig right in. Uh, psalm 105 is an um, interesting psalm uh, in that um, it is uh, obviously when you see the two, um, you can see the connection between the 105th uh, and the 104th Psalm. Uh, they are um, what uh, some call envelope psalms, that, uh, that they are uh, linked together. Uh, in fact, uh, some even make them one psalm. Uh, or at least um, you see the final uh, praise the Lord or hallelujah at the end of uh, 104. Uh, that is, uh, some consider that to be the opening, the ending note of 104 and the opening note uh, of uh, 105. And so uh, these, uh, these psalms right here uh, together uh, are... Uh, again, uh, linked together uh, somewhat in theme, in nature, um, and we, uh, as we just see them, uh, you, you see the similarities as they are, again, songs of, uh, of praise, of, uh, of, uh, of exalting God's faithfulness. And this psalm, Psalm 105, uh, is uh, a psalm that um, was written to uh, a particular group of people. Uh, it was written to the Jews or the, the group of Jews, a uh, small group, who returned to Jerusalem uh, after being held in captivity in Babylon uh, for 70 years. And they came, when they came home, uh, it was extremely uh, discouraging. Uh, they found a disaster, basically. Uh, their city had been, uh, Jerusalem had been, uh, you know, in anything of value had been, uh, had been taken. The buildings had been destroyed, burned. Uh, the temple had been uh, destroyed. Uh, they, they just found, uh, again, it was basically, um, in some ways, uh, if you've ever done any kind of uh, carpentry work, um, if you've ever started from scratch building something, uh, you know that in many ways that's easier uh, than going in and having to tear out all the bad stuff and start over. Uh, and that's the situation uh, they found themselves in. They had to rebuild uh, their buildings. They had to rebuild society. Uh, there was no government. There was no um, systems in place. Um, we know that, uh, again, there were no walls. The walls had been uh, torn down, and so they were basically defenseless. Um, it, it, was a, it, was a, it was a very dark hour, a very desperate situation. And this psalm is written uh, to remind them uh, of, the, uh, of the faithfulness of God, to continue to praise Him, uh, that they could uh, continue uh, to trust Him even in these kind uh, of desolate uh, circumstances. And so certainly it is a, a great encouragement, or could, should be, could be, uh, a great encouragement to you and I uh, when we are uh, finding ourselves um, overwhelmed, when we find ourselves in a situation where we see um, no real hope, 
Um, the uh, again the, the Israelites, this small group that returned, uh, found themselves in a situation where, um, as we pick up from Nehemiah, uh, that as they would begin any try any time attempts they made at rebuilding, uh, because they had no walls, many times our enemies would just come in uh, and even tear down what they had rebuilt. Uh, and sometimes life feels that way, uh, that we take one step forward and two steps back. And so this psalm is one that um, uh, should be a great uh, comfort to us and, and um, example to us uh, as you face the, the struggles and the challenges uh, of life that are overwhelming, that many times seem like um, there is uh, no hope. Again, that you're, as I said, taking one step forward uh, and two steps back. And so uh, we can uh, make this psalm um, uh, our very own uh, as we uh, go through those times. So let's uh, pick up in verse 1. We'll start there, uh, obviously, and uh, look at uh, this, uh, this psalm. Um, we know that uh, Israel uh, has had a, um, I don't know what you call their history exactly. There, there are times when, uh, when, when they are in desolate, terrible situations like this or uh, when they were in Egypt, and then there are times uh, when they are uh, one of the most powerful nations on earth. Um, and but yet we always see God uh, intervening and uh, and taking care uh, of the nation of Israel. We still see that uh, today. We see a little tiny nation uh, that um, basically you could walk across the whole nation in a day. Um, and surrounded by, not just surrounded by her enemies on all sides. Uh, one side you have the sea, and then on the other three, north, north, uh, east, and south, you have uh, enemies. Um, but not only are they surrounding, but in many cases we see uh, the Palestinians actually in Israel. Um, and so we, they're, they're constantly uh, at battle, but God continually uh, delivers and takes care uh, of, uh, of, his, uh, of his people. And that's what the psalmist does here. He reminds, uh, reminds them uh, of God's faithfulness and that God has been uh, with them uh, throughout, even in seven, the 70 years of captivity uh, that, that, is, that is just ending that God had been faithful uh, to bring them back, as he said he would. Uh, and so that he says to them, call uh, upon his name, make known his deeds uh, among the people, sing unto him, sing psalms unto him, talk ye uh, of all his wondrous works, glory ye uh, in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice uh, that seek the Lord. And so the psalmist tells uh, this group, uh, to remember uh, God's faithfulness and then to talk uh, about God's faithfulness. Remember, uh, it says his deeds in verse 1. Uh, remember all the many things that, uh, that God has done. Remember all his uh, acts of deliverance and faithfulness uh, to the people. And as I see this, he says to him, call upon his name. He says, first he says, make known his deeds among the people, sing unto him, uh, sing songs. Uh, then he says, talk of his works, glory in his name. Um, and so 
he, he says, make it very uh, vocal uh, that you share what God has done. And I think there's really two things going on there. Um, and that is uh, that the psalmist is encouraging the people uh, to tell others uh, the, about the faithfulness of God, to remind uh, others, to remind their children, their grandchildren, um, remind you know their co-workers of the faithfulness of God, um, but also um, that they're reminding themselves when they say these things, when they sing these things, that they're hearing it themselves to remind them. Uh, and so he, he's just encouraging them to uh, reflect on the, the good uh, that God has done. Verse 4, uh, he goes on and says, Seek the Lord in his strength. Seek his face uh, evermore. Uh, you have uh, twice in one verse the psalmist saying, Seek. Um, I, I just am um, a believer. Uh, this is kind of one of my Bible uh, interpretation, Bible reading rules. Uh, anything that's in the Bible is important. Uh, anything that is repeated uh, must really be important. And so twice in uh, a matter of 10 words or so, he reminds us to seek uh, the Lord. And that would have been really, uh, a really important uh, counsel uh, for this group at that time. Uh, as they came around, it would have been a much easier to see the devastation, to see the destruction, uh, to see the bad, to see everything that uh, had went on. You can only imagine the uh, condition uh, of, uh, of what was left uh, after being abandoned uh, for 70 years, uh, open to uh, the to the neighbors to come and go open to wild animals, um, you know the 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 rubble, the, the utter destruction uh, that would have been left. And it, you know, as you look out your window, I'm reminded of a thing I saw in Reader's Digest many years ago that said one of the joys of owning your own home is no matter where you sit and which way you look, you can see something that needs to be done. And that was the situation in Jerusalem. Uh, no matter where they sat, no matter which direction they looked, they could see destruction. Uh, but the psalmist reminds them here, instead of seeing the destruction, seek the Lord, seek his face. Um, and, and so I think that's a great reminder to us this morning uh, of uh, the attitude and the approach we take uh, in the face of uh, of dev devastation, uh, instead of seeking and seeing uh, the devastation, we seek the Lord uh, and His faith. And what He says uh, as He goes on, He says, "Remember His marvelous works that He hath done, His wonders and the judgments of His mouth. O ye seed of Abraham, His servant, ye children of Jacob, His chosen. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are." in all the earth. The operative word there is remember. Uh, the psalmist reminds the Israelites, he says, uh, instead of, again, going back to that idea of seeking the Lord, instead of looking around and seeing the devastation, remember uh, all the things that, uh, that God has done. Uh, and he slips in something uh, several little pieces there. Uh, he says, remember the works uh, and, and his wonders uh, and his judgments. And so uh, he reminds them of, again, of the things that God had done for Israel uh, in the past, how he had blessed them. Uh, but then he calls them, oh, you seed of Abraham. And so he reminds them uh, in that little statement uh, that they were 
God's covenant people uh, that God had uh, God had made a promise to them uh, to make them a great nation to make their number uh, uncountable uh, and so they, they're reminded here again of that uh, of that relationship that special relationship uh, that they have uh, with God and then he says he is the Lord uh, he is Yahweh uh, again, a covenant-keeping God, that they have a covenant, uh, and they have a covenant-keeping God. Uh, and so he is simply, uh, again, in these uh, opening seven verses, um, really just in, 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 in our terms today, uh, he's, in many ways, he's just trying to change their perspective. Uh, he's trying to change their focus. Um, yes, the city was destroyed. Yes, they were um, they were living in rubble. Yes, they were still in danger. Again, the city had no walls. Um, yes, they had enemies all around them. But remember, he says, you have a God uh, who has made a covenant with you, who is uh, faithful, who is true. And so seek him. Uh, seek his face, seek his strength. And uh, so this morning, uh, I think that's the lesson for us, uh, that uh, as we go through the day, as we go through life, uh, that we um, don't allow, uh, again, the destruction and the devastation around us uh, to overwhelm us, but we keep our eyes uh, focused uh, on God. We continue uh, to seek his face and to seek his uh, handiwork and remember uh, that he is a faithful uh, God. And so whatever you're facing today, whatever you're up against, uh, like the psalmist, I encourage you, keep your eyes, seek the Lord. Uh, don't focus on the devastation, focus uh, on God uh, and his deliverance. All right, have a great day. Hope that helps you. And we'll see you back here tomorrow morning.